Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of But Am I Wrong? Starring two people who miraculously, serendipitously have never been wrong in their lives. You weren't wrong when you just said that. No, continuing on the streak of never being wrong. No lies. I had to teach Mots last night. He was saying something. Oh, God, what did he say? He was saying something about like the young kids. Ha ha. Like no cap. And then he looked at me and goes, what does that mean, by the Are way? Are you serious? And I like could not stop laughing. And I was like, you did not just use no cap in a sentence and then laugh. And then like his face fell going, I don't, what does that mean? And I was like, you are, you are, you are old, sir. You are old. And now he's just saying it all the time. And I'm like, you're just giving Phil Dunphy energy. You just say cap. Yeah. Anyways, this is a podcast where uh, we share things going on in our life or hot takes pitch them to each other and you, our listeners, our audience, and you decide if we are wrong in the situation, then we take some email submissions from you. We let you know if you're the hero or the villain in your situation. And then finally, we nominate the Woat of the Week, the Rachel of the Week, the absolute worst of current, present day, maybe all time, who knows, celebrities, pop culture, and uh, we decide if they are wrong or not. Well, we know that they are wrong. And then you head on over to our Instagram and you vote on everything we talk about in this episode. So if you think that we were wrong, if you think that the writers were wrong, whatever celebrity, you're on the opposite side. So these episodes come out on Thursdays. We have the voting available on Friday. Friday. Don't copyright us, Miss Rebecca Black. Aren't you friends with her-ish? Yeah. So. You know, the highlight of my life was like prior to ever like knowing Rebecca was me in a hotel lobby seeing her and it was like peak Friday fame and it had been my ringtone for like a year on my phone and I told her that and she like just looked at me like I was fucking with her and I was like Rebecca I'm not Rebecca this is my ringtone like this is a bop I love this song and then when she followed me on Twitter like years ago because we have like similar friends circles and people who know each other and I was like Rebecca I just need you to see this photo and she was like oh my gosh and I was like yeah just remember I wasn't lying I was not a fake fan here I am years later so shout out to Rebecca Black making currently making bops still bops after bops after bops so that's the spiel oh by the way my name is Megan hi and my name's Melissa What's up? What is up? What's new with you? Yeah. What? (laughs) I'm on a new medication today. It's not a new medication. It's just, it took me months and months and months and months to find an Adderall that like actually worked for me because apparently a lot of them have gluten in them as fillers. That's why. So they just like make me have diarrhea and they like just don't work as well because like my body is like trying to process the thing that like But also it's just going straight through you. exactly so like it doesn't really don't always work as well so i fi- finally figured out the one that works for me and then we bought a house which i love but the new fucking cvs sucks and you know who was there who what pharmacist was there that same pharmacist bitch who didn't wear a mask when she gave us our boosters and Mots and i just looked at her and we we're like is that and he was like it is and she was not nice and then i called my old pharmacy and i was like my new pharmacy is not helpful and they were like oh, sweetie and they were so kind to me and i was telling them and i was like this is what i'm trying to order and they go megan and i was like yes and they're like oh sweetie you're the only one who gets this medication i special ordered for you every single month i was uh-huh. wondering where you were i was like oh i just tried to switch it to the other location she goes yeah no if they don't know you they're not going to special order it for you and i was like yeah they said they can't she was like technically they can but they don't they don't have to if they don't want to but i'll keep ordering it for they you they can but they won't they can but they won't it's like pretty much the definition of pharmacies 
And like, why are some pharmacists the kindest people in the entire world and the rest are like absolute cunts? Well, that's the world for you. I know. I just don't get it. Like, you just never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Anyways, so if I'm a little off, that's probably why. And if I'm a little off, it's because I've been up since 4 a.m. I don't know why you did that. I tried to go back to sleep. It wasn't a choice. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't look tired, though. I feel it, though. I feel it, My too. eyes are watering. I do. As you said, that made my eyes water even more. It's like when you sneeze. It's like, yeah, right? Sneeze, and then you make other people sneeze. Is that what Yawn. it is? Yawn. Yawn. Yeah. I don't think I've ever made anybody else sneeze unless we were outside and we were both allergic that to the tree. true. That makes sense. Let's see what the results were from last week's episode. Oh, and if you didn't notice, everyone, we did change the name. Now our username is just Megan and Melissa. This is very exciting. We don't have to say the long ass username before. We're glad whoever had it before finally deleted it. Yeah. Because they weren't using it. We're still waiting for Eminem to release this. Okay. So this is for episode 33. Again, these only last for 24 hours. They go up on Friday, definitely before Monday, but between Friday and Monday, usually Friday. But you only have the first 24 hours to vote, so... Make sure you do. My But Am I Wrong was influencers aligning with Jackie Hill Perry as an excuse to not speak on Roe v. Wade. 1% said I was wrong. 99% said I was not wrong. Who are these three votes? If they're the same ones that voted for mine, too, then we got a problem. Uh All right. So uh, for me, uh, my But Am I Wrong was Democrats using Roe v. Wade as fundraising opportunities. 1% said that I was wrong, and 99% said I was not wrong. We also have a listener who said that they work on these campaigns, and they had to, because money is money, and that day that they had to take it off because they were just over what was happening with all the emails being sent out. I would, too. Yeah, we do have a couple crossovers. Okay, then we have... Writer number one versus the elderly neighbor who is distressed by barking dog. 34% said the writer is wrong. 66% said neighbor is wrong. This one was contentious. Like, yeah, everybody had strong feelings, but it did seem like a lot of people agreed that they're like, I think both parties are at fault for certain things. But like, I don't think the dog should have a shock collar, but I don't think that the responsibility is on 100% on either one. And the next one is writer number two versus boss and friend that say the writer shouldn't go to the writer's grandfather's funeral. Who's wrong? Zero percent said the writer is wrong and 100 percent said the boss and friend are wrong. Then we have the wrong of the week. Roe v. Wade and the TikTok trend people saying, and you thought the protest last year was bad. Only 96 percent said this trend was wrong. Four percent said this trend was not wrong. A lot of people said that they accidentally voted. But then there were some people who were like, I think we should give people the benefit of the doubt. And I think adults who are taxpaying citizens who wake up every day and and function as members of society are not toddlers and we shouldn't treat them like toddlers. Mm -hmm. Agree. Like, it's not hard to know that that's, not what to do yeah and if you've over opened a single comment on those tiktoks like it's not that it's people ignoring everybody saying that this is problematic and wrong it's not they have it's not that they have no idea Mm -hmm. and it's not them taking it back once they have been educated on it no they they, they don't think they need to be educated on it because they stand by their statement exactly and then we've got my wrong of the week was hypocritical republicans saying things like this is what the father the founding fathers would want etc i had a list there were three things happening i know it was too long and then the text got real small yeah so uh who is wrong 100 percent said the republicans are wrong zero percent said republicans are not wrong not a single vote wow so it can't happen we know it can happen when you are like y'all are fucking scared that you're gonna get like blocked for it Okay. Mm-mm-mm. So we recommend take notes if you want to. Like very simple, very easy. Just while you're listening, if you have a hard time voting and remembering who you aligned with, but also just like watch all the stories first. But I think people, you've gotten better. Mm-hmm. People have gotten better. Remarkably. Yeah. We knew you could do it. <laughs> so my, but am I wrong, is uh, a hot take. 
And it is, I don't even think it's necessarily a hot take. And like we said, this is, <laughs> this is uh, feelings, not facts. So I don't know if there is like something like I'm sure I could Google and figure this out. But at the same time, I do have people on my side who are professionals on this. So I feel an, an inflated sense of confidence about all of my statements. And my hot take is pharmacies are personally attacking me and single-handedly trying to ruin <laughs> my life. Attacking you. Yeah. Me and other people with ADHD, but like this is about me. Uh-huh. So like it's really specific me. Like I feel like my face is on like a fucking poster in there and they're like, we're going to make her life a living hell. Okay. I so, mean, this has happened to you more than once. It has. And like, here's the thing. So if anyone is unfamiliar, this is about the American system of healthcare. So if you're in other places, I know it doesn't necessarily happen there. And I don't necessarily need you in my DMs being like, wow, it is so much easier in all these other countries. I it's not know, helpful. I know. Does not make me feel seen. Does not make me feel like, wow, this is horrible. So um, I have had issues like most people even prior to the pandemic and the supply chain issues with fulfilling my ADHD Adderall prescriptions. And if you didn't know, they're class two drugs, they are stimulants. So there's a lot of hoops you have to jump through to get them. And it can also be like really hard to get an ADHD like diagnosis and even get a prescription for them. And there's this like whole fucking notion and idea that it is like so overly diagnosed and like overly prescribed, blah, 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 blah. When in like reality, it's pretty underdiagnosed, especially like in women. And not everybody takes medication. It's just that there are some people who abuse medication who do not have ADHD. And then that makes everyone else look bad. And big pharma creates a lot of people who are drug dependent and in active addiction. And then they turn around and vilify and hate people who even like they perceive as being addicted or anything. The hoops you have to jump through, you cannot have more than like Now it's a little bit different, I think, since the pandemic. Some states, you can have like a 90-day supply, but most of the time it's 30 days. You have to get a new prescription written every single time from your pharmacist. You can't refill the same prescription, even though it's for the same thing. They will not let you know which specific brand of or generic version of Adderall they're going to get in. So you can't know. And again, if you're like me and you can't have gluten and some of those have fillers and some work better than others, you can request them. But then there's just all of this shit. So it's not uncommon to be without your meds, which you're not supposed to like completely like stop taking for like weeks or months at a time. And if you ask too much, then they start to get suspicious. And if you call all these other places, like "Mm, we can't really help you. Like we can't do that, even though they technically can, because I had a wonderful pharmacist on the phone with me who like I was calling every single one trying to find out if they had the specific generic brand and the same milligrams. And I also take it twice a day, which a lot of people only take theirs once a day. So I have to have 60 instead of 30. And I was calling all of them. They're like, we don't have that. We don't have that. And they're getting like so snappy and Mott's is doing the same thing. And he's like, why are they so mean? And I was like, because they treat you as if you are dealing these drugs. Like they don't treat you as if like, and also the fact that like having to jump through all these hoops when you have ADHD and you have a hard time remembering those things and doing all of that stuff. Like this is specifically a uniquely cruel for this. Mm-hmm. And they have the option to actually help you because I know that because I have this wonderful pharmacist, my old pharmacy who I called, who like knew it was me because I'm the only person who takes it there. And she was able to look at every single location in Los Angeles and tell me that there is no within like a 20 mile radius. And that was like what the last call I made of like the, she was the final person to answer. And I talked to people at the same pharmacy before, but I had to do all of this other shit. And she was like actually trying to help me and was like, you know what, we're going to have it. If I can special order, I can get it on this shipment. And that means you could pick it up at this time in this day where every other place is like, we don't know if we'll get it. We don't know. We might get it Thursday, but if we don't get it Thursday, then I won't know when we'll get it. And I can't tell you if we'll get it on Thursday. You'll have to call and let us know if we'll get it on Thursday. And then we can let you know. And that's if someone else doesn't come fill it. And then if they don't fill it and there is some, we can let you know. But then we might not have as many pills as you need. And it's this whole thing that I'm like, you just don't want me to have this. Yeah, they're treating you like a criminal. Exactly. And like, it's so frustrating. And then you start getting emotional and you start crying and you start getting really overwhelmed and frustrated. And then they treat you more like a criminal. And what does the American system hate more than criminals? Like addicts. 
Exactly. And like, it's just like such a huge fucked up cycle that keeps happening and it doesn't have to. And I was talking to like someone who works at my psychiatrist's office and she was like, the thing that frustrates me so much with this, she goes, of anyone, this is like one of the things that's like the hardest for people with ADHD to jump through these hoops and do all of this to get the medication you need regularly. And she goes, there are so many things I understand, but like what really should happen is I should be able to call in get have this prescription and you should be able to go online or go to any CVS and then have them send it out to every CVS and you should be able to pick it up at any one that you want. Yeah. Or even your current pharmacist should be able to call where your new location is and say, hey, I work at this Mm -hmm. CVS. One of our patients, she she moved. Yeah. So we're going to transfer this prescription to that CVS. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's the same way, but in Arkansas, Walmart, they ease like they because my sister Melanie, depending on where she is for her epilepsy medicine, like sometimes she might like be at my parents' house and forget Mm -hmm. it from her house and in a different town, but it's only like 10 miles away. And so she can call They'll call the other pharmacy and then just transfer it over and she can go pick it up. So I can't transfer. I have to then call the pharmacy to cancel that original prescription. And if I have two prescriptions at two places at the same time, they'll flag it. And then they'll be like, we're going to have to call your pharmacist to make sure you're not trying to like do all of this shit. But the thing that they're trying to stop is to make sure that you don't fill a a prescription at two locations, which you cannot do. Right. And like, that's the part that's so frustrating where I'm just like, but I can't. You can see if I've already filled it at any location. Mm-hmm. But you're saying that you can't see if it's any other lo- if this if this is at other locations. You can. You're choosing not to. You're only using that system to like be like, well, no, I'm just gonna like penalize exactly. you if you like do blah 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 blah. And it's just super fucking frustrating. And the fact that like some of these pharmacies are like, oh, we can't special order medications for you. And it's like, oh, so my healthcare is resting on the fact that I maintain good personal relationships with my pharmacist. So then my pharmacist will do things that they can do because Mm -hmm. they choose to because they have a rep, like they have a relationship with me. And that's even what my pharmacist had said. And like at my old place and it was like, oh, wow. So I need to essentially build up a relationship in order to get like adequate health care. Yeah, you should have to fucked. build rapport to get your medicine. And especially that makes no sense. It's at the same overarching pharmacy. Yeah. Like it's the you have a whole system. Like you can see all of this shit in here. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you being so weird about this? And I had so many people in my DMs because I was talking about this on Instagram who like have worked at pharmacy, specifically CVS, and they were like, the way that people treat people who are coming in for stimulants versus how we treat anyone else. She was like, it made me embarrassed like so embarrassed like you would see someone coming in equally distraught for different a different medication that wasn't like a stimulant and that was like we're dropping everything and we're going to help you it was like no there was always backlog of Adderall there's always people who desperately needed it and even Mott's called one where he was asking about this specific brand specific generic brand and they were like oh we don't have that uh we don't have enough people who want it that you want that specific one and he was like well how many people and she goes well we have like 30 people and he was like so you have 30 people who are every month waiting for the specific thing how much how many people do you need for that to then become a priority because my pharmacy was ordering a bottle every month just for me it's just an excuse it is it's just an excuse and it's just so frustrating and then every time i see adderall like trending on twitter and it's about like donald trump doing blah 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 like this in the adderall and like even in college and like i had so many people who like oh my god you take adderall like can Mm -hmm. i buy one i'm like no because like that's like me giving you an unfair advantage when I'm trying to catch up. Right. Like it doesn't fix anything. It like makes my brain work a little bit better, like marginally better. So that is my but am I wrong is that pharmacies have a personal vendetta against anyone on stimulants, but specifically me and my specific fucking pharmacist at my new location who I do not like. Well, you're not wrong. <sighs> Just wish it wasn't so hard and we could just do the Mark Cuban one. I know. That's the part that sucks, too. Yeah. Maybe one day it'll be like how they're about to do insulin. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Yeah. And for anybody that doesn't know, Gavin Newsom, our governor, just I don't know if it's signed, but he announced that they're going to have in California, we're going to start producing insulin locally. And so that will not only help drive costs down, but but create jobs as well. 
So, and I think it'll probably become something that they'll start with insulin and then add more things as they go. Yeah, I think so far, as far as I know, if I'm not totally mistaken, insulin and Adderall were the two things most affected by the supply chain for Mm -hmm. like raw materials and things like that. And also because people will pay like really pay out of pocket to like function with those things. So I would hope that that might end up coming next. Mm -hmm. Fucking sucks. Yeah, but but I have my kind now. And I, I mean, I don't know what fucking kind this is, but. You have a kind. I have a kind. (laughs) I have a kind. It's not my favorite kind. Okay. All right. Mine is that I think that people who committed hate crimes during the Jim Crow era should be arrested. I would like to see it. I would like to see it too. I would like to see it. It's, I mean, if Nazi, a hundred year old Nazis are getting prosecuted. I enjoy that as well. Me too. Immensely. Don't take my joy away. (laughs) So specifically, a team was uh, searching the Mississippi courthouse basement for evidence against the lynching of Emmett Till, which happened in 1955, where this white woman named Carolyn Bryant said that Emmett Till, who was 14 at the time, whistled at her and then was flirting with her. And all this is alleged, I guess, and grabbed her side. And so from that, she told her husband and him and his brother went to Emmett was visiting from Chicago to Mississippi, visiting relatives. They uh, went to his relative's house in Mississippi, drug him out of bed and then not only like beat him, they broke his femur, broke his wrist. There were fractures to his skull and then they shot him several times. And then his threw his body in a river and then his body was found a few days later and his mom had him, his body was very bloated and beaten up and had his body sent back up to where they were in Chicago and had an open casket funeral so then everyone could see. And his picture was in magazines and newspapers all around the world and at first mississippi like the uh law enforcement and like newspapers Mm -hmm. they were very much like we need to get the people that did this to him and then when they saw the scrutiny that they were getting about jim crow and the racism that was going on in mississippi then they like completely turned their backs on actual justice and so her husband roy and his brother jw were put on trial. Their jurors were all white. They raised money from all around the United States from races Mm -hmm. and um, beat the charges. But then a few years later, they admitted to everything for $4,000 in a magazine and they couldn't be tried again because of double jeopardy. And so then after that, they lost a lot, like a lot of things, like a lot of people didn't then turn their backs on them. But the racism prevails. And so all this started because of this white woman lying. Mm-hmm. There's been, first of all, whistling to somebody is not a crime. Even if he did do it, that's not a crime. It's a 14-year-old boy. And so there was this warrant that was out for her arrest was out, like, initially. And then they said that they didn't want, they essentially said that they didn't want to bother a mother even though a mother just lost her son because of this woman's crimes. And so it was kind of just forgotten about. And now these people that still want justice, which just as they should have, found the warrant. And she's 80 years old now. And so they want her arrested. Warrant was unfulfilled. The warrant was unfulfilled. And there is like a, a, a um, timeline on warrants, but because they found new evidence, then they can it can be reinstated. So arrest her. Mm-hmm. Arrest the bitch. She's here. She's here. She's, I mean, she's 80 years old. Arrest more old people. Like, I, you, you don't get, just because you're old now does not mean that you're suddenly like, mm, no, 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 no. And um, when she was 72, she was interviewed by this historian, Timothy Tyson. And Carolyn admitted to him that in a 2008 interview that her testimony during the trial that Till had made verbal and physical advances were false. And Bryant testified that he grabbed her waist and uttered obscenities. And she said that part's not true. And as for the rest that happened, 
she could not remember. And she is quoted as saying that nothing that boy did could ever justify what happened to him. Then why'd you lie? Mm-hmm. So you know you're guilty. Mm-hmm. We know you're guilty. There's a warrant. Arrest, Arrest the bitch. Arrest her. Arrest her. I mean, this is just kind of like a, I don't want to call it a fun fact, but like a, whoa, what the fuck? So I joined this subreddit that's called Barbara Walters for scale. And it's like talking about like age things or things in history that you didn't realize were like so close in age. Emmett Till and Joe Biden were born one year apart. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi is one year older than Emmett Till. Yeah. And I think like it's so much of this, like this happened so long ago. And you think of like a 70 year old woman being old and it's like, but do you realize how old he would be? Mm -hmm. Like we should not know his name, you know, like. He should have just been a reg- a man that grew old, could still be alive today, living his life. We have someone his age as our president. Right. Like, there's so much more light and, like, someone who has, like, kids and grandkids mm-hmm. and, like, all this shit. Like, it's this idea that it's like, oh, this was so, so, so long ago. And it's like, it was so long ago, yet he had a whole life that he would still be living right now. Mm-hmm. And also, just a few months ago, March 29, 2022, it was signed into law by... President Biden that the Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act just a few just a few months ago was just signed, making lynching a federal hate crime. So like this is still new. It's still very much happening. And I say all these people that that we see in pictures at counters pouring things on black people and yelling obscenities, arrest them all. Arrest them all. All of them. They're hate crimes. Mm hmm. Especially now because it wasn't a federal crime before that it's like, now it is. Yeah. So now it's time to pay. Pay up. Yeah. Versus like a bunch of people who are sitting in jail for their first time marijuana offenses. Mm -hmm. But no, instead we have white people who can literally have lynching or attempted lynching who then can just go on to live wonderful lives with their grandchildren and children and their beautiful farms and their acreage and all of that shit. And it's like, oh, well, it was the past. It was so long ago. No. Huh? They're very anti-prison reform and criminal justice reform, except when it comes to them because they don't consider themselves criminals. Mm -hmm. So I am on your side. You are not wrong. Arrest the bitch. All right. So let's take a break. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time. And I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help 
if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah i drink mine specifically when i am working out it's my beverage while i'm working out i just take one stick of the hydrate mix it in with my bottle of water 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there they also have the all-in-one shakes which i absolutely love i'm running low so i gotta get some more but um i love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy delicious shake and they also have 310's four shake flavor starter kit which lets you sample all the flavors for only nine dollars Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited for someone who like... You know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress. And as well, there are reading challenges and rewards. And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, wait, this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work. 
which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm-hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. back from our break and we're gonna get into your submissions for but are you wrong so if you want to send us one 300 words or less to but am i wrong pod at gmail.com let us know your pronouns if you would like and we do ask that you give fake names for people in the story slash situation because otherwise we cannot follow what the fuck you're saying ages if I didn't say that already. Pronouns if you want to. And yeah, we love a juicy one. We love we love some drama. And it's all anonymous. So no one's going to know it's you. Mm-hmm. Except for us. Yeah. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I love y'all. So my partner, 23, he, him, and I, 22, she, her, have been together seven years. We have a great relationship and plan to spend the rest of our lives together. My best friend, 22, she, her, and I have been close for about seven years also. The three of us spend a lot of time together and are in a close-knit friend group of eight people. Safe to say they are great friends and have been for years. Recently, my friend was set up with a new guy, 29, he, him, by one of her friends and is now dating him. Turns out he has the same name as my partner. Y'all, I know it's petty, but I'm annoyed. This name isn't too common. I only know one other person with it. If I was her, I wouldn't have even gone on the date with a guy with this name. They didn't meet organically. If she was set up on a blind date with him, that would be different. It's just very odd to me. We are already super alike, and I find the possibility of us having to introduce our partners as having the same name unbelievably cringy and weird. Plus, it's confusing when we're talking. And in general, it's just fucking weird. My partner himself also feels weird about it. Don't even get me started on the creepy age gap slash her saying she's going to marry him after a month of meeting and his quote-unquote perfect guy persona. I don't have enough words on here. By the way, I'm a Leo and she's a Cancer. I know it's petty and selfish, but am I wrong for being annoyed? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh my god. I don't think I've rolled my eyes harder. Like, come on, girl. Like the I understand you're a Leo and if someone's if you started dating someone named Moss, I would be like, weird, funny, mm-hmm. coincidence. Fun. Like I would just think, look at us in our uh-huh. Mozza. It's like it's just kind of like it's what very I- close to my last name, so that'd be weird <laughs> too. <laughs> he takes your last name. Moss Moss. <laughs> that'd be funny. No, but like it is like here's the thing like I get people who are like I couldn't date someone with the same name as my brother or Or my my dad dad, like sure I get that also I would never date someone because my brother and my dad have the same name and it's also Donald Trump's name so like it's just not what's less of you men like someone in their 20s I'm Donald Donald Glover I mean he's in his 30s but that's totally Donald it and he's also not even always going by that right so he's he knows so like I don't know like I just think that, like, that's so weird. Like, that you're mad about it, annoyed, even bothered at all by it. And also, like, she probably thinks it's a little weird too, but like, it's not like she like went out of her way to like copy you to find someone with the same. Like, this isn't, this is not giving me like single white female, I'm trying to like steal your life kind of vibe. I think it's just like a weird coincidence. But the idea that you would like, you found out like, oh, this is again, let's say you example. Someone's like, oh, I want you to meet this guy. He's like really great. Like, this is a photo of him. Well, oh, we what's know his name? that this guy is, oh, we don't know, but she no, didn't yeah, mention but, the age gap. And oh, stuff. that I think is an issue. But like when yeah. it was pitched, yeah. like when it was pitched, it would have been like, oh, he's like great. He's blah, blah, blah. Here's a photo. So cute. And then you're like, oh, what's his name? And they're like, Mots. And the notion that you would be like, I can't go out with him. My friend's, my friend's fiance's name is Mots. Like, it would make more sense if you were like, that's weird. It's kind of like my last name. I wouldn't want it. But yeah, but still, what? it's just that seems like something like if she would have been like turned off by it, I would be like, your standards are too high. I would be like, that's so weird. Like, do you want to date my boyfriend? Right. Like, like what? do you think about him when you're fucking him? Are you yeah. thinking about my boyfriend? I think that's probably what they're weird about. But, but like, why? 
It's not like your friend had a baby and named it after your boyfriend without telling him. Like, yeah. this is another person. Which who, like, they'd ex- probably be honored if they did that. Yeah, but like, he's existed as a whole. His parents gave him this name and like, he's just like, suppo- like, she's just not supposed to date him because, and it's also like you said, I only know one other person with this name. Well, now you know two. Like, right. Move on. Yeah. Like, there are bigger issues with this. It's yeah. like, he's old, like she's love bombing and like I think if you're gonna be like hung up on the name part like you're gonna royally fuck yourself over because like the real issues here are the age gap and like her saying that she's gonna marry this guy and he's perfect and all of that but if you're like dwelling on the name if I was your friend I'd be like I'm not listening to a single fucking word that you say like you're so out of touch on this like this is so fucking weird yeah (laughs) get over it yeah you're wrong for being annoyed that's so weird. And your boyfriend's annoyed. Like, you don't own the name. You didn't even pick the name. Your parents, most likely, your parents picked the name. Or, who, like, someone else picked the name. And it's not his fault that that's his name. Oh. I was seeing somebody that I made them change their name because they had the same name as somebody I hated. And it wasn't even serious. But it was just, like... Like a nickname, like Mikey instead of, like, Mike or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, you made it sound like I was dating this guy named David and I was like, I'm going to oh, call you Larry. That's my uncle's name. Oh my but- God, okay. <laughs> uh, your name is this, his name is Lucas. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to call you Randall. Yeah, like Luke. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like if it's like, and especially when it's like someone, like it's a name that there's so many n- nickname derivatives that like different yeah. groups of people call you different names. And it's like, okay, but I'm going to do this But it was only because one. I hated the other person. That's and fine. I'm also thinking about like, my sister Megan like being mad that I would be yeah. friends with you because First you all, have the same name. Do you know how many fucking Melissa's I know? Like we are both infiltrated by Megan's and Melissa's. And imagine. And we got to the point where we were like, no more. No more. I'm so sorry. If your name's Megan or Melissa, I'm not having. If I have to have a business relationship with you, I will, but I will do my best to f- hopefully pass it on to one of your coworkers or colleagues. Because mm-hmm. this is getting too confusing. Yeah. And at least we have like the spelling difference. Yeah. Like, imagine telling your friend, like, you need to break up. He has the same name. And I swear to God, I, this better be the most fucking unique name. You have to message us and tell us what the name is because it better be the most fucking unique name I've ever heard. But even if it is, so the fuck what? It's not I that hope, unique because no, two people have it. But I hope to God it is so unique that that's why you felt like you could write in. But if it is a name that, like, I've heard, I've seen, it's all around, like, I would be like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, if you've only met one person with that name. All right. So here is my pick for this week. Hey, Megan and Melissa. My pronouns are she, her, and I am 26. I'm trying to date in a super small rural area and the pickings are slim. I matched with this guy on Bumble. We'll call him Seth, 27, he, him. We went on a first date that I thought went really well. We talked for a while when I saw on his story that he officially got the divorce papers that day. I obviously asked him about it because I knew he was married, but I was under the impression that the divorce already happened a good amount of time ago. If I would have known he was still technically married, I wouldn't have gone out on a date with him to begin with. After a couple weeks of talking, he texted me and told me, He didn't think he was ready for a relationship. Okay, cool. We got along well and I enjoyed talking to him. I could switch my brain to be friends with him. Then a couple days later, he sent me another text message saying that he didn't want to miss out on the connection we had and he wanted to take me on another date. I left for vacation and we talked for a week while I was gone and planned our date when I got back. We flirted a ton and he opened up a lot to me during that week the day of the date he canceled and didn't tell me why the next day he texted stating that he was talking to someone else and that she's very special and he doesn't want to mess that up the time frame of this was about two months am i wrong for being upset at him for the way he broke it off fuck (laughs) um you're always entitled to your feelings and i don't think that you're wrong for feeling this way he doesn't know what he wants at all he's been married he went on a date with you the day he signed his divorce papers he posted his divorce and papers he posted on his them instagram on, yeah he posted it on instagram which he knew you could see so like he is the wrong person in this situation and i think he's trying to get all his pent-up problems from his marriage out 
He doesn't know how to date because he hasn't dated in a while. And he's just fucking shit up because he doesn't know what he wants and he's confused. And um, I'm sorry that you had to go through this, but I mean, you said you thought he got divorced a while ago. Don't date anybody within like a year of them getting divorced if you're looking for something serious. Yeah, but like it just he's like a walking red flag. And like it's kind of one of those things that like I don't think that like in theory you're wrong. Your feelings are ever wrong. But I think like at (laughs) after I could have told you what was going to happen. Like after it was like, oh, Mm -hmm. I was under the impression there was a lot of implication that this marriage had ended a while ago. I, to be fair, I think anyone who posts their divorce papers like publicly on their Instagram, like, no, it's super petty. They're not over it. And that to me is like a, oh, you're not, I don't want to date you. This isn't going to end well. So like, I don't want to, you know, put that on you for like, but I think that like he showed you his hand and I don't think you wanted to like believe it. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't think you're wrong for being annoyed, but I do think that like, if you were surprised, you would be wrong. Yeah. You know? If this makes you feel any better, it's probably going to happen to the other girl too. Yeah, if she exists. Yeah. And he told you both the same thing. I don't want to miss out on this opportunity. Yeah, this seems like copy paste. Yeah. He's full of shit. He is without a doubt full of shit. You dodged a bullet. Yeah. And like sometimes separation, like legal divorces can take like a long time and like you can be like separated for a really long time. So like if one party's dragging their feet, that doesn't necessarily mean that like that was him. But like, again, he posted his divorce papers on his Instagram. Mm -hmm. I know the pickings are slim, but try to widen out your range. Yeah. If you feel like it's such slim pickings, I would like to know what your criteria is because I feel like this is a very important criteria as men who don't post their divorce papers on their Instagram. Yeah. And if you're like, well, I need him to like be like five, to be six one, I think you could date someone who's five ten if they mm-hmm. don't post their divorce papers on their Instagram. Yep. That's apparently something that we all really need to prioritize. God. Uh, and I'm guessing if you're a small town... Around this age is when everyone's going to be starting to get divorces. So. Like, to me, that's like a that was like a really bad way of him being like, hey, like hard launching my single era. Like that's the hardest launch. Like, it feels like he was doing that so people would know that he was single and then would like reach out. But then also simultaneously be petty. Mm-hmm. And do you know her if it's that small of a town? I was wondering the exact same thing. Did y'all go to high school together? Wow. I could not. Could not. Could never. All right. Let's take another break. Ooh, good call. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Now it is time for Rachel of the Week slash But Are They Wrong, where we nominate the absolute worst of the week. And I am really excited about mine. Ooh, yeah, baby. So I would just like to give a shout out to my lovely fiance for telling me about this. Our favorite thing is like when he comes home from work, we just like dish the drama so like i'll be like oh my god i saw this like i heard this blah 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 did you hear this like one of the oh this could have been a good one this is an honorary mention to addison ray's dad (sighs) don't know anything about it oh he it has come out that he's like pursuing very 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 young girls about her age and have had all these affairs and it's also looking like there are a lot of parallels between young britney jean spears and addison that their dad's came into their life, uh, were absent parents and then came in when they started becoming successful. But I will remind everybody that she is a Trump supporter. So, you know, Addison, right? yeah. yeah, she went up to him at oh, that yeah. like fight and was like, 
Madison Ray, like I just had to say hi. And I quote tweeted and I said, you didn't have to. And then it suddenly ended up in like 19 different articles of like people respond to Addison Ray. And I was like, oh, that's me. My bad. <laughs> Sorry. But so Moss comes home from work and like we will just like talk about the drama today. So I said the Addison Ray one and he goes, if you heard about Zach Wilson. And I was like, the fuck is Zach Wilson? So Zach Wilson, the background that I was given. And so if I'm wrong, blame Mots for any of this. But he went to BYU, grew up Mormon, which is some great context to this. So he plays for the Jets, 22 years old, from Utah. Oh, my God, August 3rd. Chaotic Leo. So his ex-girlfriend appeared to be dating his recent college roommate, who's the Washington Commander's wide receiver, Dax Mine. And she was getting an onslaught of hate on this post of her and her new boyfriend from his fans, just going in on her, calling her a homie hopper, just all of this horrific stuff. So she had originally spit from Zach Wilson earlier this year, and this has since been deleted. But so someone commented on her Instagram post and said that she was a homie hopper by dating her longtime ex's uh, best old best friend. And she responded to the comment saying, was sleeping with his mom's best friend? That's the real homie hopper. She wrote with two laughing emojis. She revealed that her ex-boyfriend, they broke up because he slept with his mom's best friend. Incredibly conservative Mormon. It sounds Mormon. That's what I said to moms. I go, now that we learned about the swinging Mormon from mom talk, it is and Wilson's mom's best friend was never identified. And I just would like to say that like, yes, big L for Zach Wilson for just the absolute mess of this big win for Dax because this girl is an icon and I loved it. I absolutely, absolutely loved it. I like the, the revenge that she took. Me fucking too. And also he's like 22. Yeah. I see the pictures his teammates are posting, the memes that his teammates are posting. Yeah, that's what Mott said is the funniest part, is everyone being like, that's my guy! Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that. I really enjoyed it. Me fucking too. When Mott told me that, I was like, bitch, that was like the best drama you've come home with in a long time. (laughs) And like, usually there's like an overlap of like what we both know. But so like when there's anything like sports messy, like he's so excited. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm even going to care. And I was like, no, I care immensely. Please keep me updated on the story. Oh. Yeah. So that's mine. Mine goes along with my theme of white women lying. Uh. (laughs) We love to lie. Okay. So alleged artists. (laughs) Gala Nor, it's K N O with the little two dots over it. She she has a painting that's on display at the Guggenheim, and so the description of the painting says: related to American popular culture, the image of the cowboy is an archetype produced by advertising the cinema and the media that nevertheless hides an important part of its history since its origin lies in colonialism and in a mixture of racist cultures and provenances. Gayla Noor, Kanor, I don't know, investigates and retrieves some of these figures forgotten by literature and iconography despite their major role in helping to develop the economy of the American West. The artist's revision of this narrative is inspired by the image of the young First of all, it says Afro-American. No one says that. Young Afro-American Brianna Noble on horseback, one of the numerous photographs of the protests that erupted in the USA within the context of the Black Lives Matter movement after the murder of the Black man, George Floyd. Okay, so Brianna Noble, I don't know if you remember this, but during the protests, she went out like on her horse and held her fist up in the sky and this alleged painter says that she that that inspired her to make this uh painting and so we'll use we can use this in the illustration so brianna's image it's great but it looks nothing like this woman's painting she just happens to be on a horse yep just a black woman that happens to be on the horse this painting is of a 
black man. If you do a little research, you can, uh, there's another actual artist uh, and filmmaker named Day Day who identifies as a queer black multidisciplinary artist who made this short film called Blue about a black male cowboy. I watched it. It's very good. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And there's a still image from Day Day's film. And if you look at them side by side next to Gala's alleged original art piece, it's the exact same. The exact same. It's like you traced it. Uh-huh. It's like you traced it with Crayola. Right. Like it, it's, it is an It's embarrassing because the painting's not even that good. No. But it's, it's the same image. And Gala Gala is lying about what her inspiration was and stole this mm-hmm. from this black person. I'm pretty sure she also then ended up saying like she does satirical work. And it was like, what's, what's the funny about this? What's, and why is it still what's the social up? commentary? Why is it still up too? And why have you taken it off of your website? Uh-huh. And why have you privated your own Instagram? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw a t- content creator on TikTok who said that what they would, and they're an artist and they were like, what I think should be done. They should do a series of stills from the film as an exhibit and then have the small one next to it and have an entire description of what was written and what happened to all of this. And this was a, a, a narrative on how white women lie and steal things mm-hmm. and, and, and that also take takes credit like well because the Guggenheim's also at fault in there too like you can't necessarily you can't reference and search everything and know everything but like they actually have the power to like they could take it down because they've been told numerous times at this point that this is that this is where the actual thing was st- the actual I'm just gonna keep calling Gala Gala Kenor nor an alleged artist mm-hmm. stole this and you would be able to give accurate credit and like representation and like you can't like you can't take back what happened, but you could like then give an opportunity and write the wrong in the way that you on, only you, the Guggenheim, can. can do. Yeah. And also this description is just so much of an, a, a lie. And then trying to bring say that it was inspired by a black woman, which is a like it's just a black sure. Yes. This black woman is amazing. And and I distinctly remember this photo that was taken during the protest but you found this other painting i mean this other image from a a a short film stole it and then made up this backstory about it i'll post them on the instagram so you can see and also side by side it is also laughable Mm -hmm. one is art and one is like a poorly done tracing yep like i would be so embarrassed she should be embarrassed and Google, the Guggenheim should also be embarrassed. They should be embarrassed too. They've been tagged. Uh, y'all go support Day Day on Instagram, but like the image is on Day Day's Instagram from I believe it was February. So and people are tagging the Guggenheim in it, saying, "Look, like it's here. Look, why mm-hmm. do you, are you still supporting Gala Gala, the alleged artist, mm-hmm. Ultimate Rachel? Yeah, truly Ultimate Rachel." It's so fucking embarrassing. Speaking of embarrassing Rachels. What did Rachel Ray do? Oh, Rachel Berry. (laughs) Oh (laughs) my God. The fact that Jane Lynch quit early. She knows. Of course she knows. A storm is coming. She literally comes in through like a green smoke. She's alive. Yes. I'm here to terrorize. Oh gosh. Jane Lynch leaving was just icing on the cake. And that was like actually the clue that made everyone go, I think she is going. Like everybody kept joking. They're like, I think Leah Michelle might be taking over. I think she, and then when Jane Lynch left, everyone's like, all but confirmed. Yep. (laughs) All but fucking confirmed that was happening. So I know that we've been trying to find a term for like the good stuff at the end of the week. And we had a wonderful suggestion that I was tagged in on TikTok to name it Martha of the Week. And I was like, Martha of the Week? And I go and I look at this video that someone has sent. And it's about this woman who like went to like Goodwill or her like local thrift store and had bought like a purse, purse. Oh yeah. There. And she was like, cute purse, great, cool. Going through the pockets, like after she's bought it. 
And there's like this letter and it's like, my kids are ungrateful little snots. Like they're the fucking worst. Like I hate them all. Like they treated me like shit. They're like so greedy. They're never going to like, I know that they're going to just donate all of my shit and get rid of everything. They're not going to keep anything for sentimental value. And so in return, I am putting their inheritance in these donations. I hope you enjoy and signed from this lady, Martha. And so I just think that like that was iconic. And the lady that bought the purse paid like $6 for it. And there's $300 cash at the bottom of the purse. And she like spread it out between other items that she was donating to. And she goes, here you go. You all buy a new purse. Yeah. Fine. This is what you deserve. And I was like, wow. But not only do we now have a name for our Martha of the week from the beautiful namesake of the petty icon, Martha. I also have a Martha of the week who is... (laughs) The person who screamed at Dave Portnoy on the street and just berated him and was like, you're anti-union, you're a piece of shit, like you're a rape apologist, like you're a predator, I hope Barstool like goes six feet under in the ground with you. And then she goes, oh, one bite, which is like a reference to his like one bite pizza shtick and goes, oh, one bite, by the way, you're fucking ugly. And then she just like dips down. They just like go off, go off on him in the most beautiful, poetic, like just... It's saying everything that you you envision that you say when you see someone that you fucking hate on the street, like gets it all out, done so well. And the camera pans over to him and his feelings are so hurt. And it's beautiful. I will also reshare that on our Instagram. Anyways, that is it for our episode. We hope you all enjoy. If you want to go vote, we encourage it. We love to see um, how you all vote. Head on over to our Instagram. And if you vote incorrectly, let us know. Or if you vote with the minority opinion, We love to know like the reasoning behind or if you have some sort of thoughts or if you're like a writer from like an episode and you have you have some that word revelation. Right. That's the right word. Mm -hmm. We love to hear that so we can have like a little throw that into the next episode. And yeah, write in for the next one. Anything else? I'm good. We can circle circle back. back. See you next time. Goodbye. But Am I Wrong is a production by me, Megan Rinks. And me, Melissa DeMonts, plus Diamond Imprint Productions. Post-production by Coco Lorenz. And production assistance by Melanie D. Watson.